Hello, friend. Thanks for joining me. You know, I got really self-conscious when I started filming this because I'm wearing the same thing that I did, I don't know, two videos ago maybe. But I don't actually care because it's really comfy. And I tend to wear things in spurts, what I really like. And yeah, I found this thing like a couple weeks ago when it started getting chilly here in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I was like, ooh, I remember that thing. I'm going to wear that all the time. So that's the first thing on my mind. <laughs> um, but today I wanted to share a little bit of an update about just kind of where I'm at in my process, how things are continuing to change both in the external world and my internal world, how I'm handling the applying for full-time job process, what that's looked like for me. I know for many of you who have not been in that world like myself. There's a lot of fears, concerns, questions about like, oh my God, well, if I did even want to get back into that, how do I do so? What does it look like? So yeah, I'm going to share some of what that looks like for me. I am feeling really good, feeling really good about where things are going. I was talking to Jesse last night after, uh, both a phone interview and a call with a good friend who I really respect and wanted to get his feedback on my situation, how I'm going about doing things. And I was just telling her that I'm just like really excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> and I laugh there because immediately I'm like, my God, I never thought I would be saying that I'd be excited to look for a full-time job. I never thought I'd be doing it, for one, much less actually be excited about it. And the reason that I'm excited about that is for one, which I guess I'll kind of get to, I guess I'm, I'm going backwards a little bit here, but I am excited to be finding positions that are actually interesting to me. Part of the narrative that I had in my head was that working full-time, working for somebody else sucks, and that I can't or wouldn't find anything that doesn't feel, or that would feel interesting, fun, interesting, engaging, etc., so it's been really meaningful to find roles where I'm actually like, oh, that that seems interesting. I could totally see myself doing that. Again, is it my like dream job necessarily or like what I want to do forever? I don't know, probably not. But to at least have some sense of, because at the end of the day, like I am somebody who I want to learn, you know, I have a, I just like a never-ending curiosity and I enjoy learning but moving on the path to to do things and getting my hands dirty and being in it. And I, I want to do things that are engaging. Like I want to do things that are mentally stimulating. I want to do things that feel like meaningful work. And so, yeah, to find some things that feel like they fit that bill, at least conceptually from the outside, because, you know, things always change or are different. 
on the day-to-day or what like is actually true you know it's like a dating profile right like you you don't actually know what the hell the the role is or whatever until you actually get in it and are uh you know engaging with it but yeah it's it feels really expansive to at least know that that stuff exists like i said not that it ever uh that it didn't before but in my mind it didn't and so to speak to another story because i had mentioned this in my video a few videos ago where i was talking about uh like why there wasn't a simple solution as to what to do like getting a full-time job part-time job whatever and that was that i don't think i'm marketable was the story that I had. And so that was one of the things that I was really looking forward to sharing. I think I've kind of mentioned it here and there in the past like video or two, or I also forget that I'm recording this in my podcast. I keep saying video. I need to be saying recording. So apologies, podcast listeners. I had this belief or this story in my mind that I wasn't marketable. And I actually, it's funny, I'm at the point now where I feel very marketable because of listing out my experience in a resume and, you know, looking through that and reading through that and thinking through that, I've realized that I have a, it is a broad skill set, but it's, there's also a common denominator to it or common threads within that. And so what I've found is that there, there's a couple things. And again, I'm sharing this in hopes of it potentially resonating with you wherever you're at. Uh, I, I've, I have a friend who's who I talked to yesterday as well who has been in different industries, has never ran his own business, but he's been in very like drastically different industries. And so it had been hard for him to kind of he hasn't gone very deep on one thing. He's done a handful of different things. And so you, you end up with this broad skill set, this broad resume. And it's hard in a world where it's a, it's a world of experts and companies want to, at least the old way of doing things is that it's very linear, very hierarchical. Companies want to see this kind of linear form of growth. So for the older company, the more traditional company, the larger corporation, you're going to need that deep the dive in whatever your field, your position, your role, etc. But a lot of smaller, younger, more progressive companies are valuing people who have a diverse skill set, who are individuals who are willing to learn, but also pick up on things quickly, and who are somewhat moldable to what they want and, and the roles, especially, again, especially if it's a smaller company and they want you to kind of like you know, really sink your teeth in and uh, create the role and or a team to what the company needs. Like they, they just want people who are 
going to really fit their culture and what they're building, as well as have a skill set. Now, it doesn't mean that not having any skills or any expertise, uh, like that doesn't matter because it does. And so that's kind of the other thing that I was going to get to with my experience and what that looks like is what I've realized after being in a client facing business for going on, well, in my own business, seven and a half years, uh, in this, uh, like I was in training for a year before that. So like eight and a half years of client facing work, like one-on-one mostly with that and then adding in donut stuff, which I was at farmer's markets for that first year of the Beacon Donuts startup with my cousin, you know, serving people directly there. And then even before that, my professional, my very first professional experience, my nine to five job was as a business intelligence consultant. So I was a consultant. I was doing work with clients. So the trend there is that I have done client facing work. I've been serving people, working with people, building relationships in some form or fashion for my entire professional life. And this probably seems obvious to many of you, (laughs) but like we, when it's our world, when it's our story, we can create, like we're not objective to it. So it was interesting for me to have this takeaway and be like, oh shit, like I actually do have a pretty, like, all of my experiences around people and relationships and supporting that somehow and supporting people and and serving some greater cause. So with that, because I'm sure people will be curious, I think for anybody that, again, is in a similar boat, you're probably interested in like, well, what are you searching for, Ben? If you've been running your own business for this many years, if you've been doing this, how are you going into the working world hoping to get a decent job that like with with your expertise and so what i am looking for and again if anybody out there has something for me when you hear this hit me up that's the cool thing about connecting and that's i'm I'm getting to that too um i am looking at customer success roles basically as i begin to learn the lingo of the space, uh, really just helping businesses with their relationships, creating, maintaining, cultivating relationships, because at the end of the day, that is the lifeblood of any business, internal or external, both are incredibly important. And again, younger, more progressive companies are seeing that more so than older companies, older companies companies see it from the perspective of bottom line, which it still holds true in that situation, but I'm interested in being integrated into a company that sees the value in the the, the actual connection of it as well, and that it can be mutually beneficial, that there is an experience involved, a human experience that isn't purely bottom line, but that bottom line is still involved. So... That's what I am looking for. And yeah, like I'm feeling very confident in that. I know there's going to be, like I don't have the professional experience 
the the one role that I I had my first phone interview last night. Yay! <laughs> I was gonna lead in with that and I forgot. Um, so yeah, first official phone interview this week. I was nervous, like, and it's not a big deal, right? Like, I talk to people all the time. Connecting is what I do, but it's just so new and different. Even though I know the game, like, I, I know how it goes. I've supported Jesse through years of this now, and so, like, I get it, but it's different to actually be the one going through it. Um, but yeah, I had that. It was for a partnership success manager position. Actually, ironically, talked to a buddy uh, last night who noted a, a position like that at his company as well, and so that's been something that I uh, have just has been continuing to kind of fall in my lap in terms of what the role would be not offers but so yeah and I'm, I'm super interested in that so like clearly I don't have I haven't gone out there and created brand partnerships or anything like that so I do lack the technical piece of that or the experience piece of it however I am very adaptable right I'm somebody who because of my breadth of work and my experiences and the diversity of it I have shown that I am a quick learner I like to learn and that I can do shit on my own right like they don't have to worry about me or micromanage me I can take care of things on my own so that's kind of what I'm leaning into in terms of being marketable but as I mentioned connection I kind of wanted to loop back to this as like the most impactful way that I am approaching this part of the process for me is I'm not simply going on LinkedIn and applying for every possible job that I see. I am leveraging my network and my connections first. And I say that, like I'm doing that from a place of heart. This is also the benefit of being a good person. Like I'm a good guy. I'm a good person. And if you're listening to this, likely you are a wonderful woman or man as well. I should say person, I suppose. You are a wonderful human. And that comes back around, right? Like people want to help good other good people. And so for me, I've been connecting with a lot of my friends or people that I've worked with. Uh, because now I've worked with, I have a lot of people who are past clients who are now also dear friends, both in the uh, the coaching space, the life coaching, as well as the training space. So I have these really cool connections built where these people not only know me and have worked with me in a professional level, but they also know my character and who I am. And so they can do, they can vouch for me for one, and they can be referral sources if that fits. But they also just want to help in general too. Like even if that's not a thing, they they can help push me in the direction of things that might work. They can make connections, uh, reach out to people, things like that. And so that's what I'm doing right now is really trying to lean into my community. I've created a really awesome community over the years. I'm really grateful to have the people in my life that I do. I'm very fortunate, but I've also done that intentionally, right? Like I've also cultivated these really, really meaningful relationships. And these are the moments when I get to reap the rewards of that from a support level. So I just want to mention that because 
I know for many of you as big thinkers and deep feelers, you have like you are a good person and because of that people want to support you and it's I've actively been asking for help and support during this time I'm not pretending that I can do everything myself or I want to do everything myself I am very like openly and graciously asking for support leaning on that and allowing other people to give that to me and then of course showing my intense gratitude in return as I transition into this, uh, you know, world that I am quite ignorant to after being out of it for a while. I thought there was one other thing I was going to share after the connection piece. Um, I mean, that was like, that was the most important thing I kind of wanted to get to. And... Yeah, for me, I'm I'm really just trying to keep an open mind here and move forward with that. I'm interested, curious, excited. Oh, I remember what it was. The the one final thing I want to say is like what I'm actually finding is like when I started this, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to be applying for roles that are like 50,000, you know, like entry level type roles. And what I'm finding, and again, I haven't gotten any offers or anything like that, but what I'm finding is I'm gaining more confidence that I may be able to find not not an entry level, but like the next level up. So I might be able to find something in like the 60 to 80,000 range. And that feels really, really good to me because again, I just have this deep story of I am not marketable. I don't have anything to offer when now I'm seeing that that's absolutely not true and I... I very deeply believe in how much of an asset I am. So to to rewrite these stories for me has been really empowering. It's been really interesting. And I am starting to feel a sense of possibility of what is out there and what my next steps may be. So I'm going to end it there today. Super excited to continue to share this with y'all. Thanks for hanging out. As always, if you have questions, comments, concerns, feedback, insights, advice, hit me up either in the comments or shoot me a message on Instagram at benjamin.m.fritz. But I'm going to leave y'all for now. Talk to you soon. Much love, Benjamin.